0: you emma Mm -hmm. i have been living in the sahara desert for the last week and it has been torture Mm -hmm. so summer hath arrived she has made her (laughs) presence so known she's the girl who walks into the party and she's not just like hi she's a feather boa she has like the janice laugh "Ah!" like Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. aggressive it went from like a beautiful like oh hey it's like 14 degrees you can wear a sweater you go Glen Coco enjoy your day to like hey you want to blister sweat and die great <laughs> and the Darley house is mid-drought I will say <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I ran out of my soda stream canister <gasps> no in the midst of the first week of summer weather oh, no. and so we've been buying like sparkling water again and I remembered what it was like (laughs) I literally was like laying on the couch the other day and I was like I'm parched (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying Um, so in my memoirs after I perish from this heat will you please tell my story
1: I will and it will be short but I'll tell it (laughs) Your life is
0: boring, so (laughs) we're only going to have to stretch to a couple pages here.
1: (laughs) And sometimes she would talk about fashion. And other times she would talk about clothes. and that's it (laughs) that's my obituary for you had a hate
0: hate relationship with her husband's dog aka her stepson but really she loved him deep Mm -hmm, down mm -hmm. she just didn't know how to
1: say it (laughs) i love you was just too simple for her
0: it was too little too freaking late it really was so, so now that we've written my obituary, what, what else is going on in your life?
1: <laughs> well, summer are half arrived here as well. And Ugh, she's everywhere. Not just with a bang, but with a full on explosion. And, <sighs> and I have to tell you, Hannah, you know, me, I know me. We been knew. Oh, you even
0: may know
1: her. <laughs> we been knew that my internal temperature at all times runs at like hot a thousand degrees minimum like I stand up a thousand degrees celsius (laughs) celsius literally like 45 million fahrenheit thank you so I feel seen I also feel sweaty this is this is my memoir so actually on a real
0: note I feel seen I also feel sweaty would be a really legit title for your autobiography
1: (laughs) well it's been officially intellectual trademark prioritized by me. So intellectual property. That's how it works. You just scream <laughs> out intellectual yeah. property. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I really wish I it declared. worked that way. <laughs> I hate the office but I love that quote. <laughs> I, I didn't that. say it. I declare it. I will it.
0: tell you really quick sidebar and then okay. you can get back to your sweat. Sure. <laughs> <But> <laughs> She'll been, be
1: here. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> I've been playing Monopoly on Xbox, which I think I talked about. Yes, you did. But it's become like a low key obsession for me. Okay. So, like once in a week, I'm like, hmm, I need to get some Monopoly time <laughs> in. So. I won the other night against these AI bots. I still haven't graduated to normal. I'm on easy, Mm -hmm. but I'm like kicking their butts, taking names, getting rent money. And then I won and I felt so rich because I collected all this money. And then I went to bed and I was like, Luke, (laughs) my husband, I was like, I have a bad feeling. And he's like, what are you talking about? he's trying to sleep i'm not mm-hmm. having it mm-hmm. so i was like luke Okay. <laughs> hey, <bah, bah>, <laughs> yeah luke are you sleeping <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> cause i don't care i need to tell you this i i won monopoly mm-hmm. so i felt really rich mm-hmm. and then i realized that we're not rich Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a real high-to-low moment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the euphoria faded very quickly. Yeah, like you
0: know that feeling when you get paid and you're like, woo!
1: Like <laughs> And then your rent money comes out and you're like, Whoa. And then the came. Yeah. <laughs> what, what will I live on? <laughs> yeah. Back to ramen. All right.
0: Um. <laughs> Well, you know sadly, the news
1: back to your sweat <laughs> sadly monopoly money is not a legitimate currency apparently five-year-old Although, me is i would be thriving if i was spending my manolis out in <laughs> is that what they're actually called
0: you i just... think so i don't know
1: <laughs> well my sweat as i said is she still here and mm-hmm. she was she <laughs> wants me to discuss no so I am not a warm weather gal I'm not I hate no. it I don't thrive in this climate this is why the southeast was so miserable for me and I and I don't wish to return to such an environment but the the globe has other plans for me apparently <laughs>
0: unfortunately climate change also has the audacity speaking to men
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yes all they have is the audacity and global warming is also on that train and actually is the conductor of that train so she (laughs) Mm -mm, time to get sweaty that's what she's on like the sweat track I don't know but anyway I have had to rethink my whole wardrobe now I can't just go out in like a colored shirt I can't just do that it's it's a danger to us all. Do that, <laughs> okay, Karen? I can't just do that. My CDs are in his
0: truck. I can't. My CDs are in his truck. Actually, so public apology to everyone okay. for the fact that we have done nothing on the Instagram recently. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. We could say that it's because we have been saving up loads of good content. The truth is, we're busy humans the humans here have jobs <laughs> and unfortunately for Emma exams and like, we just want to be better for you. And you know, when brands issue like apologies for ruining something, like sure. they came out with like two shades, like they had no idea. And they were like, we're so
1: sorry. We want to grow. <laughs> so we're actually going to release a heartfelt YouTube video where we cry. And... Yeah. There's going to be
0: great montage music in the background, but somehow our Don't makeup stays worried.
1: perfect. We're just like, <sighs> Um, um I'm so sorry don't. everyone feels this way. I'm so sorry that you feel bad. So it's but like a fake apology, but we mean
0: in it. In conclusion, Emma is going to show me how to do a reel, and I'm going to give mm-hmm. you the two comedy routines that I promised you. They're in my mind still. Uh, sorry. Right. So back to you, Emma.
1: Well, I'm not sure there's much else I can say about my sweat, um. <laughs> truthfully.
0: <laughs> um. Give us a list for, for the fellow sweaty Betty's
1: out there uh-huh. give us
0: a list of the colors thou shalt not
1: i shalt not okay pinks no pinks most blues unless it's the dark blue light gray light gray sometimes white depending sometimes on the white. material uh i'm in like a really i'm in a yellow dress today but it's the kind of material that like is breathable but i also like know that if i do sweat it won't be like look <laughs> i'm hot <laughs> so um uh, Most browns, Mm -hmm. Um, purple. So what do you wear? Green? (laughs) I (laughs) was like, green? I wear black. Uh, uh, Red is usually, it depends on the material, right? So like some shirts, it can be a certain color as long as they're like a very specific type of material. But most things, honestly, I wish that public nudity would just be acceptable because then Mm -hmm. I could just live my life. But unfortunately we live in a society
0: speaking of not public nudity but fashion as sure. i sometimes do according to my obituary <laughs> <they> <laughs>
1: occasionally would like
0: to note for those currently sleeping on them the h&m bodysuits are mm-hmm. here with a purpose they are the full-on bodysuit kind so they don't have like the baby snaps underneath they're like the full you have to step in and step out of them oh they're lovely they're
1: lovely
0: i always have the issue i don't know if it's because i have a long torso or whatever but the bodysuit always feels like it's like stretching Mm -hmm. like it feels like it's not just like sitting it feels like it's con there's constant tension and i did find out about bodysuit extenders which we were all shocked by and by we were all i mean me (laughs) and so those are potentially in the mail Mm -hmm. potentially not who could say it's a surprise (laughs) it's a surprise but More significantly, I have found that the H&M bodysuits are very comfortable for people who don't have tiny torsos and whose bodysuits are like, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) also they don't have the snap thing. So you don't get like the burn on the inside of your legs.
1: But you also have to get naked to go to the bathroom.
0: Which, you know, say lovey. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lovey. (laughs) Nice. Solid joke. Anyway, I guess that's, oh no, my other chit chat thing. Teeny tiny. I went to get my nails done the other day. Right. Mm -hmm. And I got a pedicure and I'm sitting there and there's a little girl next to me and her mom's Mm -hmm. on the other side. Her mom's like on the phone, like with her AirPods in, not like ignoring her kid. Like if her child talks to her, she like acknowledges and responds, but she's just like living her life. And this little girl sitting there and she's just like kicking her leg. She's maybe five. She's teeny tiny. And I... And myself, so I strike up a conversation with her, of course, because I have to talk. Which color did you go for? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was like, uh, I asked her, like, oh, so you're not gonna get your nails done with your mom here today? She's not getting her nails done. She's like, really shy at first, but then the floodgates just opened and she was like a chatty Kathy, and it was so cute. I, she, I asked her her name, but it was like during the shy period, so she like mumbled and like I couldn't really understand her, and I was just like, great. And I will call you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, you're right. You should not tell your name to strangers. That's very smart. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, you know, I'm the stranger who's <laughs>
0: talking to you as if you haven't. Well, I made sure. Well, I
1: here. made sure her mom was like comfortable with like me talking to her. I wasn't just like you know. I did like she like was just like oh like her little girl like looked over at her and she's like oh like what what did you ask her? I was like I asked her name and you know like whatever. I don't think I give off stranger danger vibes personally. Um, maybe it's the face i really don't know but who can say who can say if i do please send me a dm so that i can bring for it and ignore your advice so anyway yeah. uh i now know her favorite colors her dog's name her little sister's name what she wants to be when she grows up what jobs she thinks are smelly and gross so right.
0: we're like this an important list to have
1: What's what her mean, name in the end don't know oh. oh you still don't know i didn't re-ask it and we just moved on so
0: okay
1: but yeah, she was uh she was like just adorable. And it was just it entertained me for a half hour while I was getting a pedicure, which I am notoriously ticklish and I have to be distracted <laughs> during a pedicure. Yeah. So.
0: But Emma's like the ticklish, you know some girls are like, hey, I'm really ticklish. Like mm-hmm. I've seen guys too, like, oh I'm pretty ticklish, so just like be really gentle with my feet. Emma's like, I accidentally broke her nose because I was so ticklish <laughs> that I kicked her in the face. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: I tipped her well <laughs> to make up for it. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> no. Um I really have to, like, clench and, like, hold on to the armrest of the chair, like, very tightly and talk to someone the entire time. Lest I be just encompassed in the, in the ticklish realm. So...
0: Lest we all die.
1: <laughs> or at least leave with a broken arm. <laughs> Hannah's adjusting her mic and muted, so now I have to fill the silence.
0: Hannah... <laughs> is trying to get the best experience for us all which includes stretching her old legs because mm-hmm. if i fold my legs for more than 28 seconds my old age has now set in to the point that it's literally brutal it's like cramping going to die not if, 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 amputate may
1: <laughs> we all remember eva's death alert experience
0: <laughs> death alert oh bring back death alert bring it more back <laughs> We will not talk about death alert enough
1: <laughs> well they appear suddenly we in times of crisis
0: <laughs> we have to do death alert keychain we really do <laughs> so our merch is actually just going to be a much like our podcast a selfish expression for us <laughs> so just think we do anything funny like. on a t-shirt <laughs> um if you think it's funny too that's great <laughs>
1: we're gonna have loads of our own swag and that's it and that's it (laughs) and i will be representing but it will all be black so trust and believe Sweatproof Sweatproof these clothes i used to be like i used to be very like self-conscious about this and like really try to avoid it and now i'm just like this is who i am this is the life that i live i cannot help it it's just what's
0: really happening in the world it's just
1: you you know and i know sam smith I'm not the only one.
0: I know I'm not the only
1: one. Really depressing song when you think about it. But anyway. Yeah, it's really depressing. <laughs>
0: anyway. This <laughs> is most of Sam Smith's discography. If you get past the fact that he's a great singer. <laughs> if you I actually you believe, listen to the words. I do
1: believe they're non-binary now, just as a side note. Oh, point. are they? Mm-hmm. Yes. So we respect pronouns in this house.
0: If you get past their discography. Actually, we've talked about this on this podcast. I'm so sorry, Sam Smith they are beautiful
1: and they're
0: <laughs> so
1: so <laughs> anyway in conclusion. <laughs> I, in conclusion hannah is dying soon obituary yep. has been written yep. emma sweats at all times and, yep. I <laughs> and don't give your name to strangers
0: <laughs> i feel seen and sweaty pending <laughs> an editor so. yes
1: all right so i guess uh we should actually dive into the episode today let's dive okay splash <laughs> that was a very splash. <laughs> splash. <laughs> professional <laughs> divers, so there's almost no splash. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. <laughs> I saw a funny thing on um, QI that was. It's quite interesting. It's a show here on the in the UK. I think I've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they were like, "Oh yeah, I went to." It was Alan Davies. He's one of the comics who's like always on it. He was like, "Yeah, I went to the Olympics a few years ago, which was really cool, and I watched the professional diving event." The thing is, once you've seen one, you really have seen them all. <laughs> because they all do the same thing. And they're very talented. And I could never do it. But it's the same thing. <laughs> so I mean, it really one goes is.
1: Up, flip drop. <laughs> one that goes up, flip, drop. <laughs> In conclusion, let's start the episode. Uh-huh. So with <laughs> our repetitive diving technique, here we are. And I am Emma. I am Hannah, and this is the Transcontinental Tea, and we we like to give the people what they want. We, we are people pleasers. We like to see our you sometimes. happy, <laughs> not as much as we like to see us happy. But you're
0: it's a, it's a varied scale, you know. You're a close.
1: <laughs> you're a close, fifty third. So here we are, and we we went through our stats, our metrics on the SoundCloud, and we observed. Hannah's metricing right now, if you can hear her typing. Typing noises. That, yeah. That's what I wanted to achieve. Here we are. We are pretending to view the metrics. Here we are. And we found that reactivity episodes were among some of our more popular concepts. Because clearly our opinions are the epitome of entertainment. The epitome. The epitome. <laughs> yes.
0: Absolutely perfect. 100%. And I think further, further freaking more like <laughs> let's give the people what they want. If they want us to react, we do it professionally. We, we do. have black belts in reacting. So <laughs> <laughs> we're ready. We can mm-hmm. overreact. We can underreact. We can just react. Tell us what you want. We can be
1: whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> we can be whelmed. We can be overwhelmed. We can be underwhelmed. We are just well-rounded individuals. Much like our diving careers. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we do that, however, we love consistency here at we the do. TCT. And we because we also know that those that listen are afraid of change, much like we are, we will be starting with our tea of the week.
0: Yeah, don't rock the boat. Give the Just people chill. what they
1: want. Tea, 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 tea,
0: I was at a baby shower this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's my tea. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I, I went to my brother and sister in law's baby shower this weekend, which was really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And luckily, the only games they had to play were them games. So you got oh, to thank watch God. Them. It was so nice because I hate the ones where they're like sniff the diaper. I don't. I don't want. Or to. like the ones where
1: they put root beer in a bottle and you chug it or something.
0: They they made them do it. It That's was funny. so good. They mixed tomato juice orange juice and like a tropical punch in Ew. a baby bottle and they were like whoever gets the mixture down first basically gets like a me time voucher so you can basically be like
1: take yours bye
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so my sister-in-law mm. won which is great i'm <laughs> so. claiming it
1: at 2 a.m when they are a month old thank you
0: <laughs> goodbye have <laughs> fun with that i said that good day, day. <laughs> so <laughs> i got to enjoy that and then a lot of it was like really fun stuff. So I won a 15 pound Amazon gift card because Ooh. I knew them better than all of their friends, which should be really sad to them. Cause I've <laughs> known them for just a couple of years. And most of you, yeah, but you them.
1: arguably spend probably more time with them than any of their friends.
0: And because. I'm a really quick study because in another life I could have been a really good stalker. I'm very detail oriented. You know, I've got a lot of surveillance skills as Emma knows, cause sometimes I have to Google people for her
1: and <laughs> <laughs> we have employed it more than once.
0: I will say, you know, were i in a different position socially hey who among us would not be a stalker in the right circumstances not i
1: there's a book that i'm just gonna throw out real quick by the lady who wrote big little lies with her name okay. liane something around something or other i can't remember okay. but it's called the hypnotist's love story and it's about let it's, it's about 50 percent about a stalker because mm. she's dating this guy who has a stalker and you get from her perspective a lot of the book. It's really good. Of all the ones she's written, that's my favorite one. So, anyway, sidebar nation.
0: I liked Big Little Lies. That so was good. It was a good, good show season. too.
1: I didn't watch season two, but the like select- the first season was good. I thought, you know, I thought they. I haven't pretty- watched
0: season two either, but it's because it wasn't available. I watched it through some loophole on Apple TV. Mm-hmm and I didn't get season two but I would have watched it because I really liked season one I have not read the book because mm-hmm. in the book or movie battle I always choose movie because then I'm never disappointed yeah you know, so see, I too.
1: I can't watch season two because there is no second book so it's like and where it ends in the first season is basically where it ends in the book so it's which like, makes sense what else you know so but it was a good show
0: it was and looping back around, the baby shower was good. <laughs> and the other game that they played was they had to spill out like this really cute onesie, and it was like, mm-hmm. Uh, what parenting advice would you give what do you think the baby's going to be like and my brother and sister-in-law are very loud and extroverted and they're very very my sister-in-law especially they're very very inappropriate my sister-in-law is a sex therapist so like she has a penis on her keychain kind of inappropriate let's not
1: forget the clitoris clitoris debate
0: yeah yeah (laughs) that that poor dinosaur (laughs) yeah so what i wrote was loud extroverted and very clear on where babies come from with what your kids <laughs> going to no be question. like
1: <laughs> yeah but at least they won't be afraid to talk about sex or like i don't know they're going to be like holding court in their second grade class like listen let me tell you. Actually, it's <laughs> the used- vulva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So but I do find that when parents are more open with their children about sex early on, those children are less likely to do the sneaky sex behind their back thing. And if you know your child's having sex at a certain age, you can prepare them for it. So
0: yeah, I think if you don't teach your kids about it, they will learn in school. Like I know a ton of people who like my husband, for example, like his parents never had the talk with him. He learned about it when he was at boarding school mm. like from 13 year old boys. So
1: yeah, I mean, nothing. sex ed is woefully just trashy in most schools, I think it's just not well done. And when I was, I went to well, so I went to private Christian school for a while and there is no sex ed. You have like, here's puberty and here's what you're going to be experiencing. That's where they stop it. But when you go to public school, which then I did, they have a sex ed technically or a health class, I guess is like really just what they call it. Yeah. But they still had to sign abstinence cards. Really? That was our sex ed was like, here's the most effective birth control. Don't have sex. The end. And that was it.
0: Interesting. So. Ours went through the whole process, but it also showed me something that I will be scarred with until the day I die, which is a live birth from <laughs> Prouding, <no>. Like the <laughs> 80s. Oh, no. I can see her vagina right now. If you just ask me, like, what did you see? It's like,
1: (laughs) this is one of my first memories of trauma. I can recall it very clearly. (laughs) Um, I saw saw a chart. It was like a circular chart that showed like the, and it just showed uh, you like the different size circles. And like, it had a newborn's head held up to like the largest one. And oh my God, no.
0: (laughs) This is the thing. So I was telling Emma, like these events make me excited for when I have kids I don't mm-hmm. want to have them right now right. but it, it makes me excited to try to have kids in the future and then I hear about birth and I'm like no 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 no
1: <laughs> like I was telling Hannah any any party will make me want to experience that <laughs> like if I go to any sort of themed party like I go to a retirement party a baby shower a it's bridal like a party with like <laughs> Mario Kart and you're like oh, I want to be in Mario Kart <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's it doesn't but then I get home and sanity returns and I'm mm. like no not ready
0: so it's a good job no, you never I went to any of those like jewelry parties because I, so I be actually like, I'm I did. a jewelry salesman now
1: <laughs> Ugh, no never I did go to one but it was because so my friend was hosting it and she texted Josie and I when she lived in Georgia and she was like mm. I had like people who were coming and they backed out so like can you guys please just come because like she didn't I mean there were people there but she didn't want to like have an empty-ish room, you know? So we went and we filled up space and it was interesting. There was cute stuff, you know, like it was cute jewelry, Mm -hmm. but we knew going into it what it was. So, you know, I have been, but I'm not interested in, you know, selling things like that. So anyway, yes, baby showers, cool. Having sex early on and getting pregnant, not so cool. Not so cool. (laughs) Not so cool. Okay, my tea, my sipping portion, my cup, which is metaphorical in my hand right now, is that First I'm the tiny cup. The second it, is the larger cup. <laughs> it is, this is true. And I went to the beach is my tea. That's what That's what the happened. Beach. The, the beach. I went to Rockaway, which let me tell you, I forgot about this part. And now it just makes it like, it's a good story again. <laughs> Instead of just like, I lay in, <laughs> in the sand at the end. Now I actually have something to talk about. So I met my friend Allison and she sent me a restaurant that we were going to meet at that was close to the beach. Cause like, we didn't want have to like find each other amongst the throes yeah. of beachgoers, so we we're like let's meet at this place and we'll walk together okay I plug it in and it's like it isn't seem that far from me so I'm like oh, okay whatever you know because I live not that far from like that beach anyway like okay. mileage wise like it's it, so it didn't seem weird to me you know so mm-hmm. I get there and I'm like okay something is amiss here because I'm on a street the game is put. <laughs> and there is no water nearby so I plug in the location again and there are two of them No. And my map auto-selected the one that was closest to me and did not show me any other options. So an extra hour later, I arrive at the beach. But here's the pain. When I, so I Ubered to a train station and then went from there because it was a little cheaper. But when you take just the train, the trip is like two hours long because you have to, I have to ride into Manhattan, get on a shuttle train that will take me to the beach stop, and then take another shuttle to get to another beach stop. It's, it's like three separate trains. So mm. it's insanity. Anyway, I eventually got there. And the restaurant that she was talking about is literally around the beach. But it's kind of like an auxiliary one. It's not like the full-blown restaurant like where I had gone the first time. It's like the same food and everything. But it's like a smaller like beach shack version. Mm. Which is maybe why my map didn't pick it up. I don't know. But okay. Oh. Anyway, went to the beach. It was a lot of fun. We did like a photo shoot thing because we're basic and proud, and that's yep. what we do. Yep. And <laughs> yes, uh, I was covered in sand. We didn't really. The water was freezing, so we didn't really like go swim or anything. Oh, okay. Just, um, We like stepped in it, and like unexpectedly, it rushed over our feet, and we were like, "We'd like." <laughs> <laughs>
0: so. yeah i was saying to my friend that i want to go to we have a lot of beaches near us like within a couple of hours driving that's kind of the cool thing about living in england especially in cambridge Is like if you drive for two hours you're at the mountains if you drive for another two hours you're at the beach if you drive for another two hours you're at the south coast like mm-hmm. you can really get places mm-hmm. so in conclusion i was saying to my friend the other day that i really want to go to the beach and like actually get in the water but i know that i need to wait until like july or august before that mm. puppy has had enough time to heat up because really? the atlantic over here she is cold it's chile <laughs> chile chile
1: <laughs> the titanic can attest
0: so yeah the titanic ben knew <laughs> yeah
1: guys that water's cold so i don't know if you guys know <laughs> What a morbid joke. <laughs> well, anyway, next is a segment close to my heart that has become fairly popular amongst the team. And I would say the most popular, I don't know how they're going to take this
0: news. I would say again, the people will be riding in the streets. You know, I think there will be some tears, a lot of regret some wailing, mm-hmm. probably think- a public funeral. And without further ado, here we go. For the last time, the eagle is flying. <laughs> blown
1: interpretive dance with Emma. <laughs> <laughs> as it's going. There's a lot of voguing involved. Okay. Um, well, tell Hannah, the people
0: they deserve an answer.
1: Okay. This is big, I think, because life, Hannah, is a funny thing. Would you agree? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Life is sometimes humorous and plays jokes on me. <laughs> and, right. And it says, Hey Emma, I know you thought. But you were wrong and if anyone listened to maybe even just last week's episode I was very last week's episode very (laughs) very much so I am on the apps for very shallow reasons I don't want a boyfriend I don't want to get in a relationship and when I said those things I did mean it I was not looking for anything and this is where life comes in and she tripped me she was Mm. like psych guess what? You get to meet somebody that you really like, and we're all going to laugh at you about it. So, um, I have met someone is the moral of the story. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, he is aware he's getting a shout out on this, this episode and he's very nervous about it. So don't worry, Nick, I won't dive into the weird stuff. Hannah's shook because I used his name. So I know. I wasn't so ready for that. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> well, normally the so way Hannah and I do is we give a nickname to prospects, right?
0: But that's usually it's a safe thing to do in general mm-hmm. because you know, you're you're that guy if you're like yeah, I've met someone and they're really special, Bob. And then Bob ghosts you in two weeks, and everyone's <laughs> like, "How's
1: Bob? Bob's dead. Bob's dead to Bob me. Bob done okay. died." <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily for me, I have not dated a Bob. But this has been a discussion between. Him. I'm not just saying this and being like, assuming that it's going to be serious or go in a certain direction. It has been discussed. It's been new. The people are aware.
0: The people are you and Nick. The people are (laughs) Nick and I. And now
1: everyone here, we have talked. And we're not in a relationship right now. We're not rushing things, but we both know it's going in that direction. And we're both comfortable with that. So here we are.
0: Here we most certainly are.
1: Feelings are freaky and (laughs) terrify me. So we, we are here. And honestly, I think that in previous discussions of guys that I've met on these apps, I have been very there's been a lot of trepidation going into it, mm. you know? And I've been very much like, I don't know. Meh, meh. I, what don't, mean? <laughs> I don't at all feel that way with this. I feel mm. pretty like pretty certain. And I don't have that like freaked out feeling that I normally get. So I was telling Hannah, I think this feels different. And this is why, because I don't have that like anxious, ah, pull them close, push them away thing that I, that I usually do. Mm. So I don't know why. I just don't. And I'm like, like stupid into him. So here we are. Hannah, do you have thoughts? Well,
0: you know, I think we'll have to record the intro audio on like a CD or like a pull-out <laughs> disc drive so that sure. the public funeral will do what uh, we hold. <laughs> has like something to be in the casket, <laughs> you know, Do like a hit clips release <laughs> or like a really long printout of your dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Lane across the caskets. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's great. I mean, I, I, I always support you when you go into dating relationships and I have heard nothing so far that is not glowing and positive and happy about this guy. So super excited about it. I think You know, the one thing that Emma and I talk about a lot is like, you never need to stifle yourself from things because when it's right, it will work. Mm -hmm. It's when you're trying to force it, that it's not good. So I think it's great that you've met someone. It's really good the way that you've got into it and that he is respectful and that he is kind. And I mean, he already knows, I'm sure he's been given the safety briefing that all of your boyfriends get, which is if you harm Emma in any way, there are diagrams then, unfortunately sure. for you, <laughs> pursuant to the code of justice set down by the Lord Almighty and me, you're going to have to die. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and these are the overreaching authorities. I can't do anything. Listen,
0: about. I can't save you. You already <laughs> done messed up, a. a Ron. I can't help. I can't step in for you. You're dead. Like- <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. So... I mean here's the thing I'm really excited for the ultimate bees section because it's not the penultimate because that would be the second to last this is mm-hmm. the last one so mm-hmm. let's let's go into the hive one last time and then let's close the doors
1: and hopefully the bees will keep on living <laughs> <laughs> can bees survive without leaving the hive I'm not sure I'm not sure that we want most of these bees to survive anyway you know <laughs> i saw something on below deck that was hilarious and it was talking
0: about how guests were using their phone constantly and kate who's the chief stewardess she goes darwin's coming for you
1: <laughs> like, talking about mean, natural selection
0: and then you so said that accurate. i was like darwin's coming for you <laughs> darwin
1: is on his way <laughs> he's in an uber we don't know how long <laughs> it'll take him to get here but he's coming and he's bringing seltzer how nice of you darwin <laughs> so (laughs) anyway anyway pre nick i it was the same old same old really i was like i had like casual conversations with dudes nothing serious Them being like oh i don't want anything serious but like I don't want you to see anybody else, you know. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to say, purest
0: form of logic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, how? I don't think anything makes me feel more special <laughs> than someone saying, "You date me, I date everyone.
0: <laughs> you prioritize me, I prioritize me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I win. It's a win-win." <laughs> Win, win. it's just a win a singular win <laughs> i am left out of the win the victoire has not extended to me victoire victoire that's what the french yell at like football games victoire victoire yeah
0: it's a good job you put your v the right way around oh. otherwise you would have just flipped me off a <laughs> <now>. <laughs> that's
1: what you do at the end of the game if you lose
0: yeah
1: uh, anyway enjoy so. the win <laughs> oh so, um so anyway
0: so is there any are there any final interactions that you want to leave us with that were of note pre-app closure were there any standout bees that kamikazied themselves into a honeycomb before uh before the apps were were no more
1: um there were guys that i had been on there previously that i had like maintained not a relationship with but like a friendship of sorts with, you know, like we would Mm -hmm. chat occasionally and like, I was chatting with them like a little bit beforehand, like, and it wasn't anything like crazy serious or anything. Mostly it was just like, yeah, there was, there were no feelings involved whatsoever. And so, um, we both got rid of the apps already. That was like a discussion when he, he visited me and I told him like, I don't want you to feel any pressure, but I'm going to deactivate my account because I don't see any point and being on there. And he's like, yeah, I already did that. And I was like, why didn't you say so? So there you go. So that's that.
0: Any closing thoughts before we leave the hive?
1: It's been a ride guys. Um, modern dating is mostly a nightmare. Um, I don't have much good to say about it, but I will say that once I had dropped literally all of my expectations and I was just like living my life, that's when I met someone worthwhile and noteworthy. So, Even though technically you could say you're trying when you're on an app, sometimes I think you just have it and it's a form of entertainment for you a lot of the time. And it just so happened that I met someone that I was interested in. So if you're stuck in the throes of dating and you're like, it's hopeless, it's not usually.
0: Most of the time.
1: (laughs) But I will say that, you know, I think you just, you know, when it's viable and you know when it's not you know, and there was a lot of times that I tried too hard to make something work that was never going to work. And a lot of that was compromise on my part and excusing certain behaviors. And I haven't had to do that here. And it's just made me realize like, I'm never, ever going to do that again. Yeah. Cause it, it just ultimately feels like a waste of time. And who likes to do that? Nobody.
0: Nobody, not nobody.
1: Unless it's playing Xbox on Monopoly, that's a fun way to waste time.
0: Okay, first of all, Xbox Monopoly is not talked about. <laughs> uh, it is lit. They have a live board.
1: Whoa! Cute. You slept sh- on.
0: <laughs> freaking slept on! Like <laughs> the people need to know.
1: <laughs> now they know. You've done harder here first from Hannah, the authority. So I just
0: want you to know the amount of times that I've been like. Can we have date night, ordering takeout, and playing Monopoly?
1: It's more than four. It's more than four. That's, that's a viable date, in my opinion.
0: So. That's entertainment. You're speaking. So here's my theory. This is a total sidebar, but we're going because I well, a relationship
1: esque kind of. So dive in.
0: So. Here's the thing, when you're watching TV together or when you're watching a movie together, there's no Mm -hmm. conversation, there's no back and forth. You're watching something together, which is a nice experience. But when you're on a date, it's more fun to have something that's interactive, to have something Mm -hmm. where you're talking back and forth, where I'm beating you. That's my idea, (laughs) 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 what's your perfect date? April 24th, (laughs) not too hot, it's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. But my perfect date is where I'm beating you at something.
1: <laughs> where I am <Like>, the victor. <laughs> where I am the victoire. So. <laughs> Thank you. Merci very much. <laughs> Merci your way out of here. <laughs> Merci your way out. I love that. I love a good pun. Yeah, I was telling Nick, I really want to go putt-putting because I'm good at it. <laughs> so
0: This is it. It's like, I love games where I win. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs>
1: I love being great at everything and not doing things. I'm not great great at. I don't do it. It doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Mm, Not
0: interested in that. Mm, What's
1: that? I've never heard of that. Sorry. (laughs) 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 I I don't speak English. I (laughs) don't speak
0: English. (laughs) Um, Well, well. (laughs) I think as a departing gift, we should play the theme music as we exit the hive. I think so. One last time. Oh, a
1: tear. For the people.
0: <laughs> a tear cameth to my eye.
1: <laughs> Truly. Uh, so now that we have discussed my love life and chit chatted and told seemingly irrelevant stories, I guess we should get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, which today, as yeah. previously discussed, is a reactivity
0: main course. Absolutely diving in. So as we react, as we dive in, guys, we are only interested in bringing you the freshest of old news (laughs) we only want to talk about the stories that have already been on the internet for several days (laughs) i have a special little treat for you after we see wendy to intro Mm -hmm. our sip on this it's
1: true very exciting the tea is exceptionally good today
0: made this mm, very delicious as i was saying we are committed to bringing you the freshest of already published news and so here at t news
1: <laughs> <Ta-da. T-News. laughs> wait wait give them a moment do you get it <laughs> wait, wait wait do you get it it's funny because it's give, give you
0: the absolute best experience that we can truly so Without further ado, let's get in to this week's T news.
1: Welcome. Well. Wow. <laughs> Welcome, once again, to the newsroom, where we <laughs> got here late. Regurgitate all
0: the news stories and try to put a fresh spin on them. That's kind of a whole thing. of our news.
1: <laughs> but, to be fair, you have not heard from the professionals.
0: Listen, you may have read the story, but you haven't heard the tea. You, you know? have not.
1: You thought the article was the tea, and you were wrong. Twasn't. Twasn't. So, in, that, in, in in that sphere how should we do this back and forth when
0: I think back and forth as the co-anchors that we are let's bounce off each other like two cute squishy little balls and you go ahead and
1: kick us off over to you Emma well Hannah I don't know if you remember but our childhood had a lot of great tv shows true it did and I'm sure that every generation feels this way that the next generation's tv shows suck but I have to say that early 2000s tv I thought we peaked
0: I think there was a a noted spike of goodness.
1: I think so. Well, I have to tell you that one of my favorites was Drake and Josh. And I thought it was hilarious. And I watched it frequently. Megan, of course, was my spirit animal. And
0: she's the little sister, right?
1: Yes. And she's diabolical and just mean. And I just relate to that so much. But I have to tell you, once again, that our dreams have been ruined. Our childhood has been just flamethrowed across. That is the list
0: of assaults on our person to include our childhood.
1: (laughs) Natural disasters left and right because Drake Bell, the heartthrob of Drake and Josh, who Mm. sang the intro song, who we all had a crush on because of his floppy hair, Mm. has been charged in Ohio with child endangerment. Hmm. and the charges stem the article says from a december 2017 interaction between bell and a 15 year old child at a cleveland nightclub oh wow in a statement sinclair the spokesperson for the prosecutor said the child filed her case in canada in 2018 which authorities brought to the cleveland division of police and apparently bell had established several years prior to the event a relationship with her which means that she would have been in her, she would have been like, what, 10 or 11, maybe, at the time, which is extra gross. So wow. while there, Bell violated his duty of care and in doing so created a risk of harm to the victim. Belle would also send the victim inappropriate social media messages. So Ugh. it seems that our favorite celebrities from a time gone by have just been racking up the pedophilia charges. Yeah. What is that about?
0: I just, I mean, people are gross in general. Mm -hmm. Like the Mm -hmm. world is not a pure and clean place. I get that. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something specific about like a gross collection of people where like when you hear about celebrity news I think they're so wealthy that it just like absolutely they lose touch with reality. Mm -hmm. Like being told no isn't a real thing that happens to them conversely it happens to me every week you um,
1: know mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and i'm almost never not
0: told no <laughs> but but you know what i mean like i think there's this delusion you know i've been watching below deck everybody's favorite yacht show mm-hmm. and there are people that there was a guest on the last like episode of the season for mm-hmm. i'm on season six right now for those of you who know if you know you know kate's the best the point being here's the point that, uh, this lady was like hitting her friend and like screaming in a drunken fit. And she basically alienated every single one of her birthday guests. And she's like 34 and, but she's just so rich that it doesn't, it doesn't click that this is not okay behavior Mm -hmm. and you need to be a normal like functioning human and I think it's the same thing with celebrities like it's disgusting that Drake Bell had anything to do with endangering a child especially when it's trying to sexually compromise them like that's absolutely disgusting and I think it stems from the fact that a lot of celebrities especially child stars have so much money for so long that it's like there's just no concept of right or wrong Mm -hmm.
1: and I obviously I I think that with that there's the ability to hide behind the wealth when you do do wrong so you yeah. you use the fame and the money to your advantage to get away with things and once you get away with one thing you get away with another thing and why we not see this. yeah we see this for years with harvey weinstein and kevin spacey yep. and epstein you know we see this this yeah. is a trend and and i just i have to wonder you know because sex crimes like this like sexually assaulting someone is an awful vile thing to do Sexually assaulting a child I think is just a step above that and there's just something about it and I have to wonder like I don't feel like pedophilia is that common of a thing maybe I'm just ignorant or naive you know and maybe a lot of people you know deal with that or like feel that way and I just don't know it but is that something that like wealth and fame contribute to is that like an attitude you develop or is it one that you've always had and you've just now been able to execute it because you have the assets available to you
0: yeah i mean until you know the motive you can conjecture a lot you could say because he became idolized and sexualized at such a young age that Mm -hmm. he continued that cycle Mm -hmm. in his personal life but it could also be as simple as he's always had child attraction issues and so with wealth to hide behind and a famous name, it wasn't difficult for him to conceal that. Mm-hmm. I think the real sad truth is at least from the statistics that I know, the reason that there's terrible statistics on pedophilia is because most of them are very successful at hiding it. Mm-hmm. Like the better you get at hiding it, the the harder it is for people to track. And like that's why they have so many federal programs that are trying to like stop these people on the internet or to catch these people before they harm a child. Mm-hmm. And there are so many just dark, gross places on the web that you can go to express these views that are unfortunately substantiated and worse, they become like peer chats. And so, yeah, I, I feel really sorry for this. Um, is the child, did you say it was a girl?
1: It's a, it's a girl. And I, um, I don't know how old she is now she just in 2018 she filed I think is what they said and sorry I'm just like relooking she's she's still a minor so
0: well she's a rock star for coming forward it's super hard to do and in all issues of sexual assault like it's it's absolutely brutal personally it's brutal to recover from and it's brutal to live your life knowing that you've gone through it Mm -hmm. so I absolutely support her. I think she's amazing for doing that at such a young age. It's it's hard for grown women to do. So, And, like, you know,
1: we feel special when older men like us, even when we're not famous, in, or when they're not famous, you know. So now you have this girl, she's vulnerable. She's a teenager, a young teenager, and this celebrity who she, I'm sure, knows who he is. And he's, like, you know, attractive. He, you know, he was anyway, but he used, oh to be. he used to be. And I think that that's just a further... I mean, it's obviously manipulation, but I think that it would be harder at that age to say no to something like that because now you feel extra special because like, oh, a celebrity is paying attention to me. Like this person has so much money and they think that I'm worth their attention, you know, when you don't realize that they're grooming you or taking advantage of you. Absolutely. So anyway, hopefully you have something a little happier than that. I truly don't. <laughs> it's it do it's definitely happier than that.
0: I was coming across some shortages in the celebrity news i will tell you and you know who never lets me down the kardashians truly they're always here supporting us and our need to understand celebrities lives mm-hmm. so chloe kardashian sent tristan thompson's paternity accuser a cease and desist letter for defamation so basically this woman came forward and i'll try to find more details about her but this woman came forward claiming that she was having tristan's baby mm-hmm. and essentially She's Chloe sent a cease and desist order to stop harassing and defaming, uh, I think, Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson, like a dual legal action. But basically, the cease and desist letter was filed by Chloe's attorney, and it demanded that she basically immediately stop claiming that the baby was Tristan Thompson's, which she alleged was harassing and defaming herself, Khloe Kardashian. And apparently the the lady who came forward who said that she was having Tristan's baby apparently fabricated direct messages from Khloe. And I guess there's this like huge social media controversy about the baby, you know, being Tristan's and Khloe somehow reacting really negatively to that. And... Yeah, so the attorney has said that these actions occurred despite a DNA test from one of the nation's top labs confirming that Mr. Thompson is not the father. So so it continues. Hmm. These are the days of our lives.
1: Ooh, okay. well, I have mixed feelings because I do think that there are people out there who will do anything for their 15 minutes. Mm. Um, and they do it at the expense of others and it's selfish and it's wrong. But at the same time, what if it was a viable claim, you know, and she had sent that letter that would seem highly insensitive and would just be wrong on her part, you know, to be like, maybe it's his baby, but like, stop saying it's his baby for my sake. So I guess I, I don't know that much about it. I don't know if those messages were fabricated or if this lab is legitimate in its results, you know, and like you said, it's an ongoing thing. So...
0: I think the truth of the matter is until this woman takes a separate paternity test and publishes it, money will probably close the story. Like mm-hmm. the last thing we'll probably hear about it is what the Kardashians have decided we're going to hear about it. And I don't personally doubt Chloe's character and that if it was really the father, if he was really the father of this baby and she knew it, that she would take steps to hide it. But the Kardashian empire as a whole is a brutal media force to be reckoned with Mm -hmm. so i definitely wouldn't put it past the kardashian network of people to have come up with a lot of other reasons that this woman's coming forward and a lot of like oh this is the nation's top lab which lab and Mm -hmm. just honestly just like blot out every other piece of medical record show the father is not a dna match Posted on your Twitter, move on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why it's such a drawn out discussion. And I think there's po- there's probably part of it that this woman is trying to seek fame of some kind. But I think it's also very apparent that Chloe is really trying to make this relationship work no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it feels very like clawing at desperate, you know, tatters of fabric to hold it together. I I think, you know, we've talked about this a lot. I think if you've cheated multiple times on someone, you're going to do it you're going to do it again
1: i mean when this just ties a little bit not in the same regard but back into the idea of fame and wealth and there are no restrictions for you you do what you want because you can and i it's obviously we can't relate to that and we can't understand it and i think that in monopoly i can I think that becoming maybe if you had achieved fame at maybe an older age, maybe you wouldn't suffer so badly from this because, you know, you maybe you know what it's like to be on the other side more than these people do. Like Chloe grew up in a famous family. And, you know, Tristan, he was probably he probably always knew that he would be, you know, a star for his own athletic skills. So when you're like that good at something or like you were already born into a family of like, you know, means and renown, then I think that you are just kind of screwed from the start. There's not much chance for you to feel any other way. And yeah, I mean, I could never marry a celebrity. It would just be too much.
0: I think just a quick sidebar, but of a related sidebar. So that might be a first, but I think we really need to, and this is not just in the States, but I think it's very apparent in the States. Mm-hmm. I think we really need to look at athlete culture and mm-hmm. what we're teaching to our athletes as acceptable behavior yeah. because there is such a reputation that athletes cheat like it's almost as infamous as you know if you're marrying an athlete prepared to never see them you know what i mean like you expect life on the road also expect them to cheat on you like what is happening in athlete culture what are these coaches telling them what are their peers telling them where your marriage license is no longer valid if you're traveling like Mm -hmm. what what are what are they talking about and what are they inculcating into their culture as athletes, that this is a standard thing. Like everybody freaked out about Tiger Woods many years ago, but I mean, I can't even, I couldn't even Google the number of athletes that have cheated on their spouses. Mm -hmm. And it's just wild to me because I'm like, you guys don't have anything in common personally. Like you might play the same sport, but you're not in the same city or you weren't in the same location. The circumstances are different. Your marriages were different. Like why, why are you all cheating on your spouses and what's happening that is enabling you to do that Mm -hmm. what's pushing you to that space because it seems like people from several different backgrounds many of them underprivileged because a lot of athletes are people who came from you know poor neighborhoods and Mm -hmm. have risen through their talent to a place of wealth and prosperity But then there's, again, maybe it is just that celebrity status of once you have money, then all the floodgates of anything you want are open to you. Mm -hmm. But it feels like there's something very niche and very specific about athletes cheating. Mm -hmm.
1: Maybe it's the, the idea of like you are the best no one is better than you Mm. you're the top dog you know like all of america all of whoever your country is loves you you're Mm. so popular everyone knows you and like that could be said of a lot of celebrities i guess but i think because these guys are famous because of something that they can do that not a lot of obviously not a lot of people can do you know like there's a lot of actors there's not that many super famous quarterbacks you know so i would say That definitely, I think most of it's cultural. I think that once you're in it and like people are constantly always telling you like how great and amazing you are. I think that that attitude is sort of inherent, you know, like, yeah, I am amazing. I should get to do what I want. You don't get to, I'm not within the confines of like this marriage when I'm not around you. Like, why should I have to do that? You know, like, uh, word of advice, don't marry an athlete. That's all I can say.
0: That's it. Like why why aren't we addressing the root of the problem instead of just advising people to stay away from a career field? Right. Like what if that went to like don't marry a doctor? Like
1: how, eventually we'd run out of people to marry. Like there's only so many professions. <laughs> I'm just going to marry myself, thanks. No, I mean, <laughs> but I also don't think it's something that we can really do anything about, you know, because athlete culture is idolized and there's no changing that. Football is idolized. Like people go absolutely insane over this game and I can't understand it because I don't care about sports, but I, I just can't care. I I can't want to care, but you know, people do. And I think a lot of that is like a patriotic pride. A lot of state pride is associated with that. You know, like Mm. this is your state's reputation and like this person's going to carry you like you, he represents all of the state, you know, Mm. and there's definitely a sense of competition with that. So Mm. I just don't see it ever changing.
0: Fun fact, I was walking with my friend in Cambridge the other day, we'd gone for like dinner and just a quick drink and we were walking around and we saw this group of people and they were out in a public park with like these little tent things, mm-hmm. the, the kind of tents that you set up for like a garden party. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were more like marquees than tents, but they were little mm-hmm. and they were all standing around and they all had a bunch of alcohol and a bunch of pizzas. And, and we were looking at them and I was thinking like, this is the strangest thing I've ever seen. Cause this is not something that you see in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. You see picnics. Mm-hmm. You absolutely see people with like picnic blankets or barbecues or things like that. But you don't see like a bunch of people standing around when pubs are open. Like you can go inside, you can go into a pub. You don't have to be outside in mm-hmm. a clump. Mm-hmm. And there were like 20 something people there. And so I looked at them, mystified, I came out, I looked at one of them and I immediately went, they're Americans. <laughs> My goes, how do you know? And I'm like, walk by. And I bet you I'll be proven right. We walked by. Wow, that's amazing. What do you think about that? And I was like, I knew it. She was like, what was the telltale sign? I'm like, I'll tell you what it was. It was a football jersey. But on the back of it, instead of someone's name, it said beer.
1: Oh, no. America, Why? <laughs> do better get one that says champagne come on get one that says prosecco <laughs> How much lastier?
0: Be a real one
1: well um your next news story ma'am okay mine is also kardashian related because ah, they are just a wealth of information they really are mine is about school kendall who i think her along, her along with courtney are probably the least discussed kardashians i think chloe and kim rob definitely like he's he's nowhere in the news right now but <laughs> rob hasn't been seen in years he's like a bummer i don't know what he's doing <laughs> but so i don't know if you remember but back in gosh what what year was it um what 2007, year is it? 2017 what year is it 2017 kendall yeah. was in a notorious commercial for pepsi
0: i remember the commercial but i don't remember why it was notorious
1: so it was during a protest and kendall the hero that she is stops it by handing a police officer a pepsi oh and then everyone gets a pepsi out and now everyone's just happy and partying together because pepsi just mm. brings you together so naturally people were like what is this she tried to save face by badly photoshopping a sign from a black lives matter protest in her hand oh. And you could—it t- was obviously Photoshop, like you can tell. Like her hand is not even closed around the poster. It's like, it's it's bad. And so this article in particular is talking about like why she'll never come back from that. Like this has marked her career forever as a Kardashian, as a model, you know, whatever it is that she's doing. So um, she—the article states Kendall was referring to the backlash when she says, "I don't know how I'm going to bounce back from this," which she said back in 2017. She's referring to. A commercial which depicted her resolving a protest by handing a police officer a can of pepsi the commercial was immediately branded tone deaf and offensive with pepsi pulling it the next day wow. so, and kim she pushed her at the time to talk about it she was like you need to address it and you need to like own it because it happened and you have to like say i did this and it was wrong and acknowledge the scenario and most of the family considered kim to be like a pr expert and i would say she's in the news more than any of them she's probably got a good idea of what needs to be done to address scandal but kendall did not do this she waited six months before she even said anything about it and at that point people are she gave like a tearful moment on the kardashians you know she's apologizing and people are like we're not buying it because you waited like you didn't Mm. you didn't do what you needed to do and as far as we're concerned that means that you're embarrassed but you're not sorry You know, so like you waited until it got to the point where you couldn't not say anything versus opting to acknowledge that you messed up and you took part in something that you should have had the foresight to know would upset people.
0: Well, and at least if you didn't like owning it when it's happening, not owning it six months down the line when you've had a little bit of time to think about it, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, we all come to things at different times, but when people point out to you, hey, This is offensive. Hey, this is tone deaf. Hey, this was absolutely not right. Because Mm -hmm. there are several of us, myself included, who had to do a lot of educating around race issues specifically because I grew up in a majority white area. Mm -hmm. I am white. Like I, I, experienced none of the trial and tribulation that comes right. along with racism. So I had to do a lot of learning and understanding vernacular. So I think if you're not willing to do that work, especially after people have pointed out to you that something that you did wasn't good,
1: mm-hmm. then
0: that's the point where, you know, hey, it doesn't it doesn't really matter if you apologize in 6 months because it's just too little, too late. And it's mm-hmm. good and hopefully you do the work and hopefully you, you know, get better personally, but professionally you are your brand, you know, you're constantly making choices and, and you're like this in your private life, you know, whatever you're doing that is good or bad, how people see you acting in private versus how they see you acting in public, that's building your brand. So.
1: I mean, I still remember it and I don't follow celebrity news. Like I'm not in the pop culture sphere very often. And so I just think that this is you know i don't necessarily believe that people should have to continuously like defy something that they did wrong in the past you know like constantly for like the rest of their lives have to pay for that yeah you know i i think that empathy can go a long way here but at the same time i don't know that people are satisfied with her her acknowledgement of it. I don't know that people are satisfied with how she handled it. Obviously they're not, but even how she handles it now, you know? So.
0: Well, but like, what are you doing work wise to not build, not like make up for it, but build back that confidence? Like, are you supporting black lives matter causes? Are you supporting Mm -hmm. back owned businesses? Are you supporting Asian businesses? Are you supporting Asian lives matter? Like, are you, are you bringing awareness using your platform to causes that really matter in the space where you previously did
1: not do that. Well, I will say that pretending to be at a protest and photoshopping a sign is probably not the way to do that. So probably not ideal, I would say. So anyway, that's really all I had to say about that.
0: Well, my next piece of news is actually quite cute and uplifting. And it is that the Queen's 11th great-grandchild great has been born, and she's <gasps> yes. named after both of her grandmothers, which is really sweet. It's Lilibet Diana, and Lilibet is the mm. Queen's, like, family nickname. Diana is obviously the former Princess of Wales. And it was essentially a tribute to both grandmothers that Meghan and Harry named their daughter Lily, mm-hmm. um, Lilibet Diana. So... Yeah, she was born on June 4th, and she is the first of Queen Elizabeth II's great-grandchildren to be born outside of the United Kingdom. Mm. So, uh, she is still in line of succession for the British throne. She's eighth in line right now, okay. following her cousins, George, Charlotte, and Louis, who are uh, William and Kate's kids.
1: She probably won't make it to the, the throne, but that's Okay.
0: Well, I mean, let's hope not because that would involve something catastrophically bad happening to the Cambridges. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh right. The whole death.
0: <laughs> like hopefully not. <laughs> like the <laughs> ideal would be that everybody is alive and fine. I mean, you could have an abdication situation, but I don't I see that for That's William for and
1: Kate's kids. Okay. Well, I just I hope that the royal family kind of like comes around to you know, Megan and Harry and their children just because I think that even though you are, the crown's an institution, like, you're still a family. So I...
0: Apparently they issued a lot of really sweet statements and they had personal phone calls from everybody. So apparently it was well celebrated. Good. So I think hopefully they've learned from what has happened and they're just moving forward.
1: Mm -hmm. I hope so. So my last one. Is just silly. It's not about celebrities. It's just silly. Okay, (laughs) not about celebrities. It's um the title. A six year old requested a birthday cake showing the beheading of Anne Boleyn, and that's exactly what she got. Whoa. So, they, the parents, she, they asked like, "What do you want for your birthday cake?" And she said, "Well, my friend is getting unicorns, but I think what I'd really like is Henry VIII executing Anne Boleyn with Elizabeth I watching." And the father of two explained that his daughter's request was the product of a profound love of stories and a recent interest in the Tudors after visiting Hampton Court around the winter holidays. So...
0: He's a sociopath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they had gone to an ice skating rink at Hampton Court and this person was able to share with their daughter the details of the real family who once occupied the Hampton Court Palace. And they said that's where the seed was sown. So they do have a cake with Anne Boleyn being executed. And wow. I have to say, I kind of vibe with this child. <laughs> I too am a murderous associate. I think it's just more like so there's a podcast I listen to called my favorite murder, and everyone who listens to it calls themselves a murderino. And it's like a thing. It's like their identifier, whatever. And this child is a murderino because she's into the idea of death. And, you know. I don't know how to describe it. I started watching Snapped in the ID channel when I was 10. And that's kind of just when been did you like. Start
0: pulling the wings off of flies, Emma.
1: I was <laughs> a little bit spider leg puller. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God, I was never my God. into animal abuse. It's not that. It's just, I think there's Yet. Just a facet. Yes. A fasc- <laughs> cross me. Uh, there's a fascination. Cross me,
0: Miko. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Uh,
1: no, there's a fascination that's just associated with the idea of it. I mean, Henry is a little more straightforward about it than, like, you know, most serial killers would be. But he once again was a wealthy and famous man who could do what he wanted and what he wanted was a son and when that didn't happen bye-bye had go bye-bye
0: yeah he interestingly i don't know if he would be considered a serial killer given that he was actually just getting rid of a problem so it wasn't necessarily Mm -hmm. the death that fascinated him so much as divorce was immensely complicated hence the church of england lol but divorce was immensely complicated so you couldn't just ship someone off and not have any ramifications because your eye your marriage in the eyes of god was still valid mm-hmm. so no matter what heirs the other people produced it wouldn't be valid so i think he probably had some sort of <laughs> mental issues but we i see that idea hannah i think just to be a murderino for a minute, I'm going to take mm. that off in a second because okay, it really doesn't nice. fit and it creeps me out. But <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he was a serial killer so much as he wanted to deal with something quickly and the easiest solution was death.
1: I mean, is he wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> at all of the X's. Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> here's looking at you.
1: <laughs> here's looking at you while well, I also look at my diagram for how I'm going to do it. So. I live by emoji. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting and kitschy. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Can you post a picture of it on the Instagram? I shall, yes. Shallst. All
0: right, kids. Well, how better to end a celeb news session than by talking about jill affleck
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> which i don't know if you guys know this but hannah and i are kind of professional celebrity name couple givers Woodsmiths mm-hmm. is the term that's what they say that's what they call us they being we we are us, <laughs> <We's> us. <laughs> we are the the cabinet it's us yeah so
0: the cabinet decided that <laughs> j-lo and ben affleck's new nickname should be jill <laughs> so we are going to talk about the rekindled romance and basically 17 years after they first called off their engagement obviously it's been all over the news they have been very pdae and going to dinners despite the fact that um, ben is based in la and jennifer i was like (laughs) jello jennifer is based in miami They've been meeting up for dates and they have been spending a lot of time together, sources say. So there are a lot of people who speculate that this is all about PR, that this has absolutely nothing to do with them rekindling a relationship, but Ben hasn't been heard from or looked at in like three years. And he just kind of went from bad relationship with model to bad relationship with model, you know, fill in the blank Mm -hmm. and JLo just had a very public breakup with a rod i almost called him A aaron A-rod. <laughs> so basically a lot of people speculate that this is to somehow bounce back from you know under publicity and a bad breakup vibe and so who doesn't love a rekindled romance i ask you
1: i have to say that being a celebrity sounds freaking exhausting <laughs> yeah. like you can't just live your life and just be chill like there seems to be this constant like obviously there's a need for attention like once you've had it for that long like you have to have it and just like stay in the spotlight as much as possible no matter what and that just sounds tiring like i want to nap when i hear that yeah so i
0: think i think there's potentially some validity to it i think it's one of two things one it's all pr and there's no there's no fire at all it's just smoke Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of paparazzi pictures of it like they haven't personally posted about it although i guess they are more private than the average bear i i just think like if you're going down the conspiracy theory route you know they -hmm. haven't really talked about it on their personal pages and if you only see it for paparazzi like paparazzi people don't exactly know what ben and jlo are doing every weekend Mm -hmm. like someone's probably calling them Mm -hmm. and You know, Or it might be that after a really long relationship with someone who either as a partner or as a romantic partner, depending on your view on the A-Rod and J-Lo relationship, after that long of a relationship breaks up when you're at this age, you know, she's in her Mm fifties, she might be thinking like, I want something that's familiar. I want something that's comfortable. And maybe for her, that's Ben Affleck, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, I don't know. And maybe... It's going back to what feels comfortable in the space where she feels really unsure and uncertain. And, you know, it, it might be really scary for her to not know that she has a partner going into her later years. You know, her mm-hmm. kids are teenagers and potentially within the next few years, they could be out of the house. Mm-hmm. So it might be more of a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lady who lives with this guy and she's in her like seventies and eighties and she met him on like a dating app. And he's also in his eighties and like got along with him. Okay. But never really clicked with him. But she tells people that she lives with him because it's someone to be with. Like her Mm -hmm. husband passed away years ago and she didn't want to be alone. And so she lives with this guy that she doesn't really like that much, mostly for the companionship because Mm -hmm she's in her later years, she can't do as much, you know, she can't really travel. So she wanted to live with him. And now they have like dogs together and she, she's given up a lot of things to take care of him. So I think there's a bond there. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's love, but I think it's a, a scary thing to confront your mortality when you're in a space that you don't feel supported or you don't feel like you have the same support network that you thought you would, or that you used to.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, I have to hope that when I'm that old and married, that we die (laughs) at similar intervals (laughs) because I'm not trying to like live the widow life. So we'll see. It's so hard. But um, I will probably not stay tuned on any of these things because I don't care for the most part, but
0: I'll stay tuned. And if there's anything fascinating, I'll update you. So, at the end of this news segment, we like to close in the absolutely professional manner that we always do mm-hmm. with our tried and true theme music. So back without to further ado, back to you in the studio. This has been T-News.
1: great super so now that we've taken off our anchor hats <laughs> well,
0: what a heavy hat i tell you <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> if
1: you
0: don't come here for the jokes what do you come here for what are you here for Well, <laughs> <laughs> us. Us.
1: <laughs> really why are you here
0: no, tell
1: us. No. <laughs> So, if you have ideas for things that you would be entertained by, things you want to hear us talk about, things you want us to talk about less, which we DM don't, us. we don't know that we'll listen to that advice, but we'll like accept the message. So slide into the DMs, Flash on in, yeah, you know? make like Kool Aid man your way into the DMs. Cool. And- <laughs> Hello,
0: <laughs> what a beautiful home. <laughs> <laughs> no, ruined it.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, well um thank you so much for joining us today on this riveting day of news which we felt behooved to share it would absolutely
0: have been horrible of us to withhold that from you I um, mean yeah, so,
1: i am hannah and i am emma and that's the tea